0: Welcome to Daily Devotion with Ken Gurley. Devotions designed to inspire you on your daily walk with God. Each day we walk through the vital principles of the abundant life. Our Lord can do above and beyond all we ask or think. Here's your host, Ken Gurley. An eagle with a broken wing. What could be worse than that? That's what we want to answer today. All week on Daily Devotion, we have focused on the prodigal, those away from God. I came across a quote a while back by J.C. Ryle. It's a miserable thing to be a backslider. Of all unhappy things that can befall a man, I suppose it is the worst. A stranded ship, an eagle with a broken wing, a garden covered with weeds, a harp without strings. A church in ruins, all these are sad sights, but a backslider is a sadder sight still. To witness a backslider is to see a sight worse than a stranded ship, worse than an eagle with a broken wing. For an eagle was born for the heights, an eagle was born to soar above the clouds, but with a broken wing the eagle can't soar. You and I, we were made to go higher, higher than the highest cloud and star, straight into the throne room of heaven. To see a backslider fall short of that is staggering and disappointing. That's why the sight of a backslider is sadder than an eagle with a broken wing. We are praying for prodigals. We are praying in this holiday season for prodigals to come home. Praying for them to turn around, to wrap their arms around God and their loved ones. To pray effectively, I don't think we have to know how it all happened. Yet I think it helps us to know how they got there and to seriously examine our own hearts to make sure we're not following the same path or encouraging someone else to backslide. You may not be familiar with that term. It's found in the Old Testament in most translations. It describes a person who was once close to God, but drifted away, drawn away, the Bible says, by their own desires. It happens in institutions. Here's a mission statement of a well-known university. To be plainly instructed and consider well that the main end of your life and studies is to know God in Jesus Christ. This university was founded back in 1636. Their diplomas carry the Latin in scripture that translated means truth for Christ and the church. That university is Harvard. Only 80 years after the founding of Harvard University, there was a group of New England pastors who thought the institution had drifted, backslid. So they attracted the attention of a wealthy philanthropist who shared their concerns, that man, Elihu Yale financed a new school called Yale University. Its motto was light and truth. Neither school today is what their founders intended. Each drifted from its mission. Greer and Horst wrote, mission drift unfolds slowly. Like a current, it carries organizations away from their core purposes and identity. And isn't that what happens with backsliding? We just drift away. That's what the writer of Hebrews said, that we should pay closer attention to what we have heard so we don't drift away. Backsliders are found throughout the Bible. King David once backslid, Solomon backslid, Demas did, Judas Iscariot, of course. The most famous backslider is, of course, the prodigal in the parable of the prodigal son. People can and do backslide. I don't think they do it intentionally. Nobody wakes up and says, I'm going to backslide today. No, it's a slow fade. It's a drift. It's a cooling of spiritual intensity. They slowly cool down one degree at a time. They drift away. Before we look at the root causes of backsliding, let's examine the biblical qualities of a backslider. What behavior is associated with that of a backslide? There's seven behaviors. First is self-justifying. They justify their own ways. They point at others and say, well, I'm not that bad, or look at what someone else is doing, or what's the difference in this and that. They're self-justifying. The second behavior associated with backsliding is that they believe lies and refuse to return to God. God asked through the prophet Jeremiah, why do people fall and not get up again? Why do they turn away and not return? The answer, they believe the lie of the enemy and refuse to return to God. Jeremiah 8.5. Here's the third quality of a backslider in the Bible. They cease to see God as their source. That's what Jeremiah said in the second chapter. They forsake God as the fountain of living water, and they cling to broken cisterns that can hold no water. We're looking at the biblical qualities of a backslider. And the fourth is they nurse grudges and bitterness. They see others' slights against them, but they can't perceive their own slights to others. The fifth, they're known for looking back. They're like the children of Israel on the way to the promised land, always looking in the rearview mirror for Egypt. The direction of your heart will eventually become the direction of your feet. Here's the sixth quality of the backslider. They have a heart for everything, but for God. They fill their hearts with their own desires, their own wants and wish lists, and they turn from the Lord. The seventh and final quality is they are self-satisfied. We began the list with self-justified. We end with self-satisfied. They are, as Solomon said in Proverbs 14, 14 they are filled with their own ways. Perhaps right now you're thinking of someone, you're praying for someone. That's good. Jot their name down. Loop them into your prayer life. Perhaps you're thinking that you see those same qualities though in your own life. Then today is a good time to address them and call Jesus Lord over each and every one of those areas. That's what a backslider's behavior looks like. How did they get there. Here's the golden rule of backsliding. Just a little at a time. It never happens overnight. It's a gradual crumbling of long-built practices. It's an incremental erosion of what was once valued. To successfully backslide, a person's got to do five things. Number one, stop praying. Yes, that's one of the most important things to do if a person wishes to backslide. Just stop praying. Oh, you go ahead and pray over meals. That will pacify the conscience. Maybe say a good night prayer or two. That's okay. But to successfully backslide, a person must stop entertaining the presence of the Lord throughout the day. They must quit talking to God and listening to him, and they must try their best to stop hearing his voice as he speaks so incessantly to them. When a person stops praying, it's as if they stop breathing, though it's hard. It can be accomplished. The easiest way to quit praying is to justify not praying. Well, I'm so busy doing good things. God doesn't mind if I don't pray. Another way is just get busy. Get so busy you simply lose track of time and crowd out the primary with the secondary. If you're going to backslide, the first thing you have to do is stop praying. The second thing is stop reading the Bible. If prayer is breathing, the word is eating, it's the bread of life. Backsliders quite literally star themselves to death. The pattern is familiar. They have time to read anything else, news, novels, biography, fiction, scrolling, Facebook, social media, but they stop reading the Word of God. We may even think that we're dining, but we're eating husks. I was overseas in a nation where I minister a lot. We were in a meeting where we had ordered meals from local vendors for the conference attendees. I was shocked at how much they could eat. Gigantic piles of rice would disappear. And yet these people seem so emaciated, so thin and starving. And I asked one of the local ministers why that was the case. He said the food they're eating is filling, but it has no nutritional value. Therefore, they can't grow strong or gain weight. We fill ourselves with other things and we think we're full, but we're experiencing a real famine For the word of God in our lives, if we're going to backslide, have to stop praying, have to stop reading the word of God. And here's the third thing. You have to forsake Christian fellowship. Being in godly company is people fuel. It will strengthen us. Iron sharpening iron, provoking one another to good works. How do you forsake good fellowship? Well, you can stop going to church or you stop going as frequently. You forsake getting with good small groups and Christian companions. You start hanging out with those who influence you to go in another direction. It starts innocently enough. Remember, the rule for backsliding is simple it's the golden rule for backsliding just a little at a time, and we drift away. We're not pulled away by a Strong current, a tsunami, or a riptide, we're simply drifting a little at a time. We're saying, I work hard. I deserve my weekends. I deserve my time off. There's no need to be such a fanatic. I don't have to be so zealous. I can be spiritual without going to church. I can find God in this and that and this and that. You can fill the blank in with anything. I've heard it all. I find God in nature. I find God in sports. I find God in hunting. I find him in being with my family. I find him being with my friends. I find God in this, that. You get it. You get it. It's forsaking godly fellowship. Here's the fourth way to backslide. Drink deep from the world's fountain. All that's in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. Prestige, prosperity, recognition, 15 minutes of fame. We can even cloak some of these things with religious zeal. I'm working to get this so I can do that. I'm trying to reach the world. But every sip, every drink from the world's fountain puts us farther and farther from God. Because can bitter and sweet waters flow from the same fountain? You are what you drink. And you drink from the world long enough and you become worldly in your thoughts, your attitudes, your speech, your lifestyles. Here's the fifth way we backslide. Pacify your conscience with this magical word. The word is someday. Someday I'll get right with God. Someday I'll get back to the Father's house. Someday I'll get back to where I need to be. So long as someday never becomes today, you can be successful at backsliding. A sadder sight than an eagle with broken wing is a child of God that has drifted far from the Lord, satisfied with the baser and lesser things once they have tasted of heavenly things, not even realizing any longer what they're missing out on. What do we do if we see this in ourselves? We need to repent. We need to pray the 51st Psalm again and again. What can we do for someone we love who is backslidden? We pray. We pray as never before. We pray for the day of the Lord is at hand. Listen to this prayer from Hosea for the backslider. Return, O Israel, to the Lord your God. Your sins have been your downfall. Take words with you and return to the Lord. Say to him, forgive all our sins. Receive us graciously, so that we may offer the fruit of our lips. Assyria can't save us. We will never again say our gods to what our own hands have made. For in you the fatherless find compassion. What does the Lord say? I will heal their backsliding. I will love them freely. For now mine anger is turned away from them. God longs to forgive. Say that a thousand times. God wants to forgive. He wants to return those who have drifted away back to Him. He wants to see the backslider come back home. This is someone's day for that. Thank you for sharing a daily devotion with Ken Gurley. We pray this ministry has been a source of encouragement and strength to you. Please be mindful that your financial support enables us to meet with you each day. To give a donation or connect with us, visit our website at kengurley.com. There you will also find the latest books, podcasts, and resources. Blessed, 90 Days to Change Your World is Pastor Gurley's latest book. You can get your copy of this life-changing book at kengurley.com. May God's favor rest on you in every way. Until we meet again.